0: Hello, and welcome to your new favorite bookish podcast, Fully Booked and Caffeinated. I'm Heather. And I'm Kelsey. And on today's episode, we will be discussing Spells for Forgetting by Adrian Young. Now, as usual, before we get into discussion about the book, let's talk about what keeps us going, the almighty coffee. Always. (laughs) So today I went to Starbucks, and they still have holiday flavors, not all of them. For whatever reason, they still have peppermint don't know how i guess they just bought too much syrup so i got a venti white chocolate peppermint mocha
1: oh white chocolate Iced, peppermint obviously mocha. okay that yeah. sounds
0: delicious it was it was it's pretty good yeah mm-hmm. okay so i'm enjoying that how about you i got an ice vanilla
1: chai and it was mm. like very fancy it was from this brunch place in philly And it had whipped cream and cinnamon, and it's delicious, and I'll drink chai anything. So, but I don't like when there's too much chai. This is like the perfect amount, which is also a holiday flavor, I would argue. I agree. So we're both embracing the holiday flavor, even (laughs) though this episode is coming out in March.
0: (laughs) I know, but it's fine. It's fine. Anything to get us
1: through seasonal depression. True. (laughs) True.
0: Accurate. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Happy podcasting. So we usually always talk about the author a little bit before we get into the book. And the interwebs does not have a lot of information on Adrian Young. I think it's because she's kind of a new and upcoming author. But there are a few things about her. So... Regardless of being maybe not as well-known as other authors, she's still a New York Times and international bestseller. So she's got that. Mm-hmm. She's best known for her young adult books. So she has two series out, the Sky and Sea duology, okay. and then the Fable series, which I have seen a lot on Bookstagram. Okay. And I think it's up my alley. So it's a series that I definitely plan on checking out. And the book we're reading today... The, we already read it, obviously. Sorry. The book we're discussing today <laughs> is, is her first time writing just normal adult fiction. Okay.
1: I definitely so. see that. It definitely reads mm-hmm. as more young adult than some of the other books
0: that we've read and discussed. Yes. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I think it was a great book. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it. So typically... I also get my descriptions of the book off Goodreads. Not today.
1: I know. How dare. We're we're really switching things up. I don't know how I feel, but all right, let's
0: do this. Throwing us off a loop. (laughs) You guys are, there's a certain thing that we do and I'm messing it up. keeping us on our
2: toes.
0: (laughs) But it's from her website. Okay. The description. So it's more like legit, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I think it gives you a pass.
0: Yes, because I feel like Goodreads, although while some Goodreads descriptions can still be long i feel like they kind of consolidate it a little bit more yeah yeah i think they the... do
1: it like to make sure there's no spoilers
0: yeah you know? so the author description is definitely longer and i'm gonna try my best not to get winded okay let's do that so okay Spells forgetting. It's a rural island community steeped in the mystical superstitions of its founders and haunted by an unsolved murder. And the town is upended by the return of the suspected killer in this deeply atmospheric novel. Emory Blackwood's life was forever changed on the eve of her high school graduation when the love of her life, August Salt, was accused of murdering her best friend Lily. Now, she is doing what her teenage self swore she would never do, living a quiet existence among the community that fractured her world in two. She had once longed to run away with August, eager to escape the misty, remote shores of Cersei Island and chase new dreams. Now, she maintains her late mother's tea shop and cares for her ailing father. But just as the island, rooted in folklore and tradition, begins to show signs of strange happenings, August returns for the first time in 14 years, and unearths the past that no one wants to remember. August Salt knows he is not welcome on Cersei, not after the night that changed everything. As a fire raged on at the Salt family orchard, Lily Morgan was found dead in the dark woods, shaking the bedrock of their tight-knit community and branding August a murderer. When he returns to bury his mother's ashes, he must confront the people who turn their backs on him and face the one wound from the past that he has never healed, Emory but the town has more than one reason to want August gone and the emergence of deep betrayals and hidden promises that span generations threatens to reveal the truth behind Lily's death. Once and for all evocative and compelling spells for forgetting spells for forgetting is a vivid exploration of lost love and the unraveling of a small town and it's many secrets. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. I love it.
1: That last sentence is a real eye catcher. I don't You know what I mean? That really plays yeah. <laughs> you in. But I like that the uh, description is that long because it it even tells like the relationships between it does. all of the people, which you wouldn't necessarily know because there are a lot of people in this book. There's a lot of characters.
0: And there's so many moving parts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's you think it's one thing, but you're wrong. It's about something yes. else.
0: Especially because it time jumps a lot. Yes. And there's different POVs. They literally probably have at least 10 different character POVs yes. throughout the book. Yeah. So it's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And at first you think it's just going to be mostly Emery in August. And then as you get into the book, they start throwing in the other characters. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I thought it was going to be confusing at first, but I liked when they started you know, introduce it because we found all these different secrets from all these different people.
0: Yeah. And I feel that the author did a really good job of tying it all together.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I definitely agree because it was it was a lot to follow, but I wasn't mm-hmm. confused.
0: No, no, which is nice because mm-hmm. I think that sometimes time jumping and different POVs can be repetitive mm-hmm. and confusing and this wasn't that at all. Yeah,
1: I agree. I definitely agree.
0: Yeah. So while I didn't do my description from Goodreads, I still, of course, looked at Goodreads <laughs> so. to see what they say about the book. <laughs> <laughs> so on Goodreads, they consider this book to be a mystery slash thriller. Okay. So to an extent, I don't think it's a thriller whatsoever. No, I completely agree. We read thrillers. Yeah. This is not a thriller. Yeah. But I will give it the mystery. Because there is definitely an air of mystery throughout the yeah,
1: book. Yeah, and you are reading the entire thing trying to solve Lily's death and mm-hmm. August's involvement and Emery's involvement and everyone's involvement. So the mystery I totally get. Thriller, I don't see at all because it was such a slow burn book. Like everything is like unraveling slowly. As you get more and more information, mm-hmm. there's not a single part where it's like, "Oh my gosh!" There's the twist. You know what I mean? Like it's all yeah. building up. So I, I don't know about the thriller, but
0: but also maybe how Goodreads just automatically, if it's a mystery, it just automatically might just get thrown in the mystery thriller thriller category. Yeah, that's true too. That's you know what I mean? It might yeah. not. They might not be saying it's a thriller. But now that I'm thinking about it, the webs, the website themselves might just do. They might not have an ex- too much of an expansion.
1: Right. 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 Okay, that makes
0: sense. So, but I think that this book is definitely a major uh, magic realism vibe. Mm -hmm. So to explain in case some of you don't know what magical realism truly is, it's a style of literary fiction that paints a realistic view of the world while adding magical elements, often blurring the lines between fantasy and reality.
1: Yes, that's 100% this
0: book and to be honest magical realism is one of my top five favorite genres yeah
1: i can see that i i really like the the blurring line because it doesn't make it so outlandish and so hard to believe like it's just seamless that the the magic Mm -hmm. just exists it just is
2: yeah
0: (laughs) and it's just and this was a really good magical realism book Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I, i definitely agree yeah
0: I really, really liked it. So also aside from the theme of magical realism, there is also the theme of witchy influences and a heavy tone of betrayal on multiple fronts.
1: Betrayal. There is not a single person. A single character. I have to say (laughs) I have to say character, not person. We'll explain why later. There's not a single character that does not have some type of betrayal, have some type of secrets has not lied to someone, withheld information. Nope. I mean, this is this is a very dark place that we're talking about.
0: I feel like the only character that was pure was Emery's grandmother, Albertine.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet only baby <laughs> angel,
0: blind woman, adorable lover. Mm-hmm.
1: And she tells that, like, she uh, was trying to teach Emery from a young age how to respect Mm -hmm. magic and how to like respect the dark magic, respect the light magic. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so she's the only one who's looking out for everybody.
2: Honestly.
0: (laughs) I know. Honestly, we need more Albertine. (laughs) Yeah. So because this book jumps all over the place, it's not really one that we can, talk to talk about in a continuous flow of how the book goes because it jumps around so much so instead we're just going to take separate parts and talk about it that way to make it easier so that this is not a hot mess
1: sounds good it might still be a hot mess but we're doing our best
0: probably but we are doing our best (laughs) so to start the first thing we should discuss is the core four of the group Uh, we have the four kids, Emery, August, Lily, and Dutch. Yes, so these four have this friendship, and they basically do everything together on the island. Mm-hmm. They're constantly hanging out. I because it's kind of a remote island, I'm assuming there's not too much to do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's very so,
0: true. It's a lot of like swimming, going to the lighthouse, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're always together. And this is so, before. Yeah.
1: So this is Yes.
0: This is the before. Yeah.
1: They're what uh seniors in high school, obviously.
0: Yeah. Because they're leading mm-hmm. up to their
1: graduation night. And they're just best friends who, like you said, there's not much to do, so all they do is really no. drink, smoke weed and
2: go swimming. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> And as they grow older throughout like their youth, Emery and August end up realizing that they have feelings for each other, mm-hmm. and they become the core couple in the group. Yeah, but plot twist: Lily loves August, and Dutch loves Emery, so it's a huge thing. So Dutch and Lily are like, "Well, they fucking so we might as well fuck because yes. what else are we gonna do?" <laughs>
1: but also, Emery has no idea. Emery has no, no clue that Dutch is in love with her and that Lily is in love with August. She just thinks like "No, me and August, we just we have this great relationship and we're so lucky that we get to hang out with our best friends all the time. Yeah, She's Mm -hmm. a little naive, Emery Blackwood. Oh,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And I think when she gets older is when her eyes really open to like everything. She becomes more self-aware.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, she kind of gets stuck as that same age when everything happened. And then she's kind mm-hmm. of forced to age quickly when August returns yeah. later
0: on. Yes. Yes, I agree. So it's this group of 4 that They're always together. And then the night of the fire happens. And just basically all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. We'll get into August and the fire, but he h- ends up leaving the island and then Lily dies. She's murdered.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Allegedly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then actually, Emery and Dutch, when you get in the present, they're together. Mm-hmm. But it's purely physical for Emery. Obviously not for Dutch because he's held a torch for her for so long mm-hmm. and he wants to marry her, but she can't. And you wanna Kelsey, you wanna tell us why she can't fall in love with Dutch?
1: Oh, I was hoping you'd ask.
0: <laughs> so
1: she kind of plays it off as like she's not ready for that commitment. He's proposed several times, which I mean, I admire his trying again and again. Tenacity. Thank you, yes. <laughs> but the reason that Emery cannot fully give herself to Dutch is because she is bound to August. And I'm not talking because they never officially broke up. I'm talking because of the blood moon banging. Okay? Woo-hoo! So Emery basically traps August. I mean,. I'm not saying he wouldn't have been willing if she asked, but there was no consent involved. Um, she knew that it was the <laughs> night of a blood moon and knew that if you consummate your relationship and fuck under that moon, you are bound together for all of eternity. And so guess what? That's what they did. That's what they did.
0: And that there is one theme of which you've influenced.
1: Yes. Yeah. That And she doesn't really say it, like acknowledge that that's why she can't get August out of her head. And then randomly in one of the chapters, it's like a light bulb goes off and she's like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Remember I did that blood moon banging thing. That's that probably <laughs> has something to do with the fact that I'm fully like, she cannot get over August. It's been no. 14 years and she still feels like he's literally a part of her and like a part of yeah. her is missing when he's gone.
0: And she tries to, her grandma tells her, like, you have to, like, cut the bond, you know, the bond, and she can't do it. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, she her grandma doesn't, you get the vibe that her grandma doesn't really want her to, because she's Mm -hmm. like... I agree. She's like, you can't undo this. Like, once you do it, and, and that's what she says, there are spells for breaking, and spells for mending, but there are no spells for forgetting. So she's like, that's Mm -hmm. fine, if you want to cut this tie... But you'll never forget the effect that he had on your life. You'll never forget the love that you guys experienced. So you'll just end up hurting
0: yourself you'll anyway. You'll still feel how you feel. Exactly. Maybe without that longing. But you'll still feel the heartbreak.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So they get right up to it. Right up to the minute of doing the spell. And Emery cannot do it. Because mm-hmm. in the back of her mind, obviously she still loves August. And I think she wants... She wants to figure out what what happened. She wants to figure out why he he left all those years ago and never got back in touch with her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she tried to find him for years and years, we find out. And she feels just completely abandoned.
0: Yeah, she does. And even August came back to when he wasn't supposed to. He came back to the island one time Mm -hmm. to see her. And at that point, that was when he kind of was like, I need to just let her go.
1: Yeah yeah and he didn't know that she had been basically not pining for him but basically couldn't get over the fact that he was gone like she they was both grieving
0: were. yeah and neither of them knew that they were trying to find each other initially that that they still loved each other they still carried this love mm-hmm. for so long mm-hmm. but they never were able to talk about it or and there was like you said they were grieving
1: exactly and there was so many there other was no closure because mm-hmm. also emery lost her best friend and mm-hmm. august felt guilty for having to leave the island because he knew he says like over all those years he knew that his mother missed the island she never actually yeah. wanted to leave but she left with him they never explicitly said that august and his mom had to leave but they had to leave so they basically yeah. got out of there before <laughs> they were run out of there
0: yes yes so so yeah so those are like our, our four i would call main characters yes yeah. Yeah, Dutch isn't a massive main character, but he he's kind of like an honorable mention. I yeah, would give and him he,
1: that. without him, the rest of the story doesn't happen.
0: Agree. And Agree.
1: Also, I think we need to acknowledge that even though Emery is just with Dutch for the physical, it's also because there's no one else on the island no. who has been through the same thing that like no. they both lost their friends. They both are the only people on the island who have defended August for all of those years and said that he didn't hurt Lily. So they're basically just mm-hmm. together out of like necessity, not necessity but they don't have anyone else you know?
0: Exactly. And they grew up together and they know <laughs> each other's I'm sure secrets to a point yeah. because they were they were all friends and when you think about it realistically I wonder how many people are truly on this remote island that you can actually start a relationship with right. without leaving. Right. So I feel like the ancestral families automatically, it's almost like an arranged marriage per se, but not really, but it's just, you kind of just keep it within the families. You just could not constantly marry a Morgan, a Salt, a Blackwood. It's just kind of like how it goes, I think. Yeah.
1: And also Emery had such a sense of loneliness that it's like, if Dutch is going to pay attention to her and keep her bed warm at night, I mean, even though she was definitely leading him on, which was fucked up, but Dutch isn't that great. So I don't feel bad.
0: No, and I feel like he probably knew in the back of his head that it was never going to happen, but he was just so in love with her yeah. and just kept hoping. And
1: thought that and like, his chance was finally there because August yeah. and Lily were gone.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that that would be our core four. So the next part we'll talk about is the supporting characters or the ancestors slash elders mm-hmm. of the island. So there's Leota Morgan, who is Lily Morgan's grandma and she owns the apothecary mm-hmm. on the on the island. And she's a bad bitch. She is she's a bad <laughs> mean
1: bitch. Yeah. Um uh, Yeah, she's basically <laughs> the midwife of the entire island she delivers all the babies and she's their holistic healer so she has all of her magical herbs and Mm
2: -hmm. if anyone has
1: a cold they go to her if anyone has you know any type of sicknesses they go to her and it's another part of that magic that runs through the island
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and then there is Emery's (coughs) uncle Jake who is the sheriff of this town Uh again it's he has. He's problematic. He's the. <laughs> throughout there's the
1: book. one cop, the alcoholic, on this island and <laughs> yeah. he drinks from the minute he wakes up. He he's sun
0: up to sundown
1: starts with beer and then switches to whiskey. Just yep. every day. And he yeah. is haunted by the fact that the only murder that's ever happened on this island, he couldn't officially solve it. He thought that August yeah. did it, but he couldn't prove it because. There wasn't any proof and he's just very protective over Emery and there's kind of like that um, like contention between them because she yeah. believes that August is innocent.
0: But I think a part of me also, w- Jake wanted to believe that August was innocent because he was in love with Eloise, August's mother. Yeah, And Calvin, August's father, was out of the picture yeah. before August was born. So Jake was kind of An honorary father figure without actually being his father so they had a relationship so i'm sure it was hard for him to Mm -hmm. believe that a boy that he practically helped not that he raised him but he was there for him
1: yeah that's a whole nother element in here like he yeah like you said he was literally a stand-in father and august says that but then the second that august comes back jake is like Mm -hmm. august the fuck are you doing here (laughs) You need to leave (laughs) ASAP. Yeah. (laughs) So he like his feelings switch in a second when he thought Mm -hmm. that August did this. And I think it's exactly like you said, he put, he didn't want to actually believe it. So it's like, I'd rather just stop thinking about him and put him out of my mind.
0: Exactly. And then we already talked about Albertine a little bit. She's Emery's grandma. Perfect little bean. Love her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's, Kind of what's known, I would say, like, the Ancestral Committee, and it has a couple other members. It has Emery's parents. Mm -hmm. It has her aunt, Nixie. And it has, like, a couple other just random dudes that are also part of the founding families of the island. Yeah,
1: who are, like, relevant, but not relevant enough.
0: Yeah. And so they kind of come together throughout the book in the past and the present, and they make decisions for the island. Mm -hmm. For instance one thing they do is they basically murder august's father
1: yeah which (laughs) august sure didn't know emery sure didn't know they thought that he abandoned them
0: just dipped he was Mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna because he was a drunk too and he was a he was physically abusive to eloise Mm -hmm. which was a trend for him because his father beat him so it's just it's a whole thing but so clearly they just kind of come together and they make these decisions of what's best for the island,
2: yes, kind of thing. Exactly.
1: It's like they're the, so. the governing body, but they the nature of the island kind of affects their decision making. Let's let's put it that way. Which we'll
0: Exactly. We'll come back. And for speaking sure. in speaking of, the island is another part of the of the, the book. that it's yes. kind of its own part.
1: Yeah. Hence why we had to say characters and not people. Yes. Because
0: because the island is definitely a character, <laughs> yes. some would say also a supporting character of this novel. <laughs>
1: I completely agree. Someone, a character that this book would not
0: exist without. No, definitely.
1: So here's a, a quote about Cersei Island. Sometimes the signs were subtle, like a fleeting shadow or an echo in the trees. Other times the island wasn't gentle with her words. So the island has a personality And the island is making things happen. And they kind of insinuate that the island has this, like they said, the shadow over it, but it has its own dark magic. And it's kind of the reason that everyone is just wild and ultimately bloodthirsty.
0: Yeah. And also it kind of has a pull on you if you're from the island. If you leave, it always tries to call you to come back. Yes,
1: Yeah. And that was part of what Eloise struggled with. She didn't feel like herself
0: outside Mm of the the island which and she wasn't even someone that was probably from like a founding family but she was grew up on the island and she was from she was obviously still important to the island Mm -hmm. she had she built a life there yeah absolutely
1: so i think no matter what was assault so
0: yeah which was a founding family Mm -hmm. so but yeah another part is so the morning that august arrives on the ferry emery knows something has changed on the island even before she lays eyes on him. The trees on the island have changed color overnight. The birds are acting strange, and it feels like a storm is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which a storm is a brewing. Oh, a storm is coming. It's coming. Maybe not a physical storm, but definitely a storm of betrayal oh, yeah. a and death. Storm of secrets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: yeah yeah literally so those are kind of like the the bigger parts of the book and it jumps between all of these characters and their povs and everything and mm-hmm. from the past and the present so the biggest part of Cersei island which is during the summer a tourist area mm-hmm. so this island thrives in the summer from tourists so people come for like the witchy stuff they'll go to the tea shop to get their tea leaves read they'll go to the apothecary for all those kind of things Mm -hmm. and they go to whatever for whatever reason this place is just the most the living breathing magical orchard (laughs) in all of the land and it's just apparently the be all place in Cersei Island, they everyone wants to go to the orchard, and it's the only um, assuming it's the the only big money maker
1: explanation as to why it, everyone comes here.
0: So the orchard is originally in the Morgan family. It was originally a Morgan family heirloom thing, not an heirloom. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like their it was, their, it was their legacy. Yeah, their legacy. Thank you. That's what I meant. So, but. At the time in the book, it belongs to Henry Salt, August's grandfather. Yes. And the reason why he has it is because a salt married a Morgan.
1: Yeah. So somewhere back in the bloodline, it was transferred from the Morgans to the Salts. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's in possession of the salts, like you said.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so Leota Morgan is hellbent on getting this orchard back in the Morgan name where it mm-hmm. truly belongs truly
1: it was meant to be the Morgans
0: yes exactly so that was kind of her whole thing she just really wants this orchard back so the first thing that they do and there was kind of an ulterior motive for Leota for getting rid of Calvin because mm-hmm. he would be the heir to the orchard after Henry Salt dies yes. so Leota's like you know what, he's beaten his wife, yeah, let's get rid of him. That's the only reason why. But truly, mm-hmm. she was like, nah, I want that orchard back.
1: Yeah, and then it creates this this huge issue between Henry and Eloise because he says Eloise is not a true salt. Just because she had a baby with Calvin, the orchard is never going to go to her. Even though she spends her entire time on the island making sure that the orchard is running, she manages it, August works the ridiculous amount of hours he eats, sleeps, breathes, bleeds this orchard and Henry says, you know, at the end of the day, you're not gonna get the, the orchard. You do- you didn't earn it because you're not truly a salt. Which is so I
0: know. Gross. But then it was kind of we skipped over two where Leota thinks that, she, that she's good to go, but then Eloise gives birth to August. Yeah. And it's another ants you know, another ancestor that's gonna it's gonna fall to to him and so she's you know because she gives she's a midwife so she gives birth Mm -hmm. to the to the babies and she sees august and she's like you're gonna be the bane of my existence like Mm -hmm. you're gonna fuck everything up for me
1: yeah so she hated him from literally the second he was born
0: absolutely yes so this is where once they kind of realize that henry's not gonna leave the orchard to august leota Tries to work some dark magic. Mm-hmm. And she basically is trying to kill Henry.
1: Yeah, she casts a spell to kind of kill him slowly and appear naturally.
2: Mm hmm. And,
1: yeah. Our girl Albertine. <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know who it was, but she sends the spell and the dark magic and she binds the magic of whoever cast the spell. So she doesn't know that it's Leota. We find out later that Leota cannot use her magic because she's been bound. But Albertine is just like, it doesn't matter who it is. Someone is trying to kill Henry. I'm going to put a stop yeah. to that.
0: And so she basically binds Leota's magic. And from that point forward, Leota loses all ability to cast spells. She can't do yes. anything. Yeah. She's completely blinded So, and of course, that makes her an angry person. Yeah. Because, like I said, she's, she's a bad happy. bitch. Yeah. And
1: because she was trying to use magic to solve all of her problems. Dark magic mm-hmm. to solve all of her problems.
0: Yeah. So one of the biggest events of the novel is the fire.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the reason for the fire, so prior to it occurring, Emery and August decide that they <clears throat> want to escape Cersei Island after graduation and they want to start their lives somewhere else. They don't want to be on the island You know, August is getting beat by his Mm -hmm. grandfather. Emery doesn't want to live her parents' life. She wants to do more. So Mm -hmm. they're like, you know what, we're going to leave, and it's going to be fine. And Henry finds out about this, and he basically, what is it, threatens August with his mom, saying, I'm not leaving it to her, and I'm going to make her life living hell if you leave.
1: Yeah, so basically he's like, if you leave and you're not here for me to take my anger out on. I'm going to be taking it out on your mom. And he knows that August would never intentionally let something happen to his mom. They have such a close relationship because first of all, they both have to deal with Henry's bullshit. And second of all, it's always been just the two of them because Calvin has never been, you know, in, in their lives as, as them together. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So August is just livid, other things happen that we'll get to. And mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm just going to fucking set this shit aflame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'm he's done. So an
1: 18, a 17 or 18 year old boy. Who's been consistently being beaten overworked, told how worthless he is.
2: Mm-hmm. And he
1: finally, finally sees a way out and thinks that he's ready to start his life with the person he loves, the person who he is bound to. Did we mention that they're bound together? Yep. Um, and He just sees all of that is potentially going to be taken away from him.
0: Yeah. And so he sets the fire. And then that same night, Lily is murdered. Mm -hmm. So it's just a whole mess for the island the next morning. Yeah,
1: And we never find out who set the fire. So basically, for the past 14 years, they've thought that the fire was basically an Mm -hmm. accident, right? Yes. Because August never admitted to it because Emery's father got very hurt in yes. the fire he's covered so he felt in
0: guilty about that
1: sorry yeah and he he could never bring himself to tell Emery that he's the reason that her father you know got so hurt in the fire
0: yeah and for whatever reason August seems to be the number one suspect of murdering Lily yeah
1: which doesn't really make sense
0: but i think leota pushed for it because again she just wants august gone
1: yeah and then jake kind of pushes for it which is weird because we talk about how he was Mm -hmm. you know the father figure but he pushes for it because he's like oh well there's a history of violence in, you know in august that's in his genes
0: so what it comes down to is basically august is kind of shunned from the island And his mom obviously isn't going to let him go alone. Mm -hmm. So, and because now she's kind of tainted in a way Mm -hmm. because her son is believed to be a murderer. So Eloise and August are leave the island and they're never allowed to come back.
1: Yeah. And the reason that they don't have enough, first of all, there's no evidence, but also because Dutch covers for August and gives him an alibi so Mm -hmm. that they're never able to convict him. So Everything is just kind of secrets layered upon secrets layered upon secrets. August won't cop to setting the fire because of Emery's dad. Dutch gives him the alibi. So that covers, you know, that stops them from being able to do anything further with August.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, like you said, they just have to disappear from the yeah. island. Because even though he doesn't technically get convicted, he's guilty. Yeah. In the eyes of every single person except for emery
0: yeah emery truly believed his innocence from the beginning and didn't necessarily doubt him so 14 years later from that date eloise passed away and she the one thing she wanted was her ashes to be laid on saracy island her home Mm -hmm. so august reluctantly comes back he's like i'm gonna be here for 24 hours 48 (laughs) hours tops and then i'm out of here clearly that isn't that's not what happens
1: (laughs) and he also doesn't know what's happened since he
0: left he doesn't know that Emery and Dutch are
1: together he doesn't know that Emery took over the tea shop he doesn't know he doesn't even know for sure if Emery's still there until he shows up
0: exactly and so he doesn't really know what he's walking into and because he's back on the island the, the ancestors are all in a tizzy they're mm-hmm. like this guy's back he's going to ruin our plan it's he's he's going to ruin everything he's going to find out so basically when henry did because henry his does pass and then the orchard goes to the town mm-hmm. because he signed the deed to, to the orchard to the, to the town which you know <clears throat> seems sus and everything
1: yeah. but august was gone and they yeah. august wasn't coming back so mhm that part makes sense.
0: Yeah. And so the, he's back in town. People are upset. He, like you said, August finds out about Emery and Dutch mm-hmm. and him and Dutch, I believe, get into an altercation. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this is why Dutch is
1: not a great person because <laughs> he basically is rubbing it in Aug's face that he's been with Emery all mm-hmm. of these years. And Immediately when August returns and him and Emery see each other, they're immediately drawn together again. Yeah, their connection is just there. Yeah, exactly.
0: And of course, they end up they end up like reconnecting.
1: Yeah, but it's it's weird because Emery goes through this cycle kind of where she's like, okay, it's fourteen years later. Was I? misguided in defending him all those years ago Mm -hmm. was i not able to look past my love for him am i you know is he really guilty like because she doesn't know that he set the fire she doesn't know any of this backstory she just she i think the first thing she finds out is that dutch confesses to providing an alibi that wasn't real or that he that he covered for august and he doesn't actually know where august was at that time
2: Mm
0: mm-hmm And then she does eventually find out, August does admit to her that he started the fire. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of where it hits a point and the book starts to escalate towards that kind of the mystery really starts to come out in the book. Yeah. And so Emery is kind of like, I need to do some research.
1: Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this because I need to know if I've been defending August for 14 years and he's actually guilty.
0: Yeah, and she wants to prove his innocence. That's kind Mm -hmm. of also what she wants to do. So she finds the deed, and she sees that on the deed, August had to sign over the – had to be the one to sign the the orchard over to the town. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but he hasn't been here in 14 years. Mm -hmm. How did he sign this?
1: (laughs) So whose signature is that? (laughs)
0: Because it's notarized by, you know, Nixie. Saying that he mm-hmm. signed it in front of her, but he's never mm-hmm. been back on Cersei Island. So mm-hmm. at that point, Emery's wheels are turning and she's like, something's not right.
1: Because at that same time, she also finds out from the file that she stole from, you know, the sheriff's office
0: mm-hmm. that
1: Lily was pregnant yes. when she died. And her uncle tries to get her to believe that the baby belonged to August.
0: Which Emery is like, no way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she believes it for like five seconds. And then she's like, wait, that would never happen. But she also doesn't believe that Lily was pregnant. Like, she's like, there's no way that my best friend was pregnant and didn't tell me. She thought Lily was a virgin. Yeah. And she's like, she would have told me. So there's like two different things. She's like, I know that August didn't sign over the deed. So that's like a point for his innocence. Mm -hmm. But then Lily's pregnant and we don't know whose baby that is. So... Is that a point for him, against him? We don't know. She's, she's, exactly, she's stuck in the middle of this mystery.
0: And she tells August, like, you need to get a copy of your grandfather's will mm-hmm. because something's not adding up here. Mm-hmm. And so he has a, a lawyer friend up in Seattle and he calls him and he's like, I need you to get me a copy of this will, you know. So as we talked about, Lily stole, or Emery stole Lily's murder file from mm-hmm. her uncle's office. And, in it, she, like, finds some discoveries. For instance, a piece of evidence was redacted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she confronts Jake, and she's like, what was this piece of evidence that was redacted? Like, you need to tell me. Mm-hmm. And Jake admits, well, your necklace was by Lily's body. And yeah. Emery's like, what do you mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And she was like, I knew it was yours. It was the butterfly necklace your father bought you. Mm-hmm. So Jake was trying to cover for Emory. Not knowing if she really had anything to do with it, but yeah. he, he choo- he's choosing his family over his job at that point.
1: Yeah, he doesn't say, like, I covered for you because I thought that you did it and I was, you know, trying to pin it on August instead. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm going to get rid of anything that points back to Emery because, like you said, he's protecting her. So he just completely took that out of the file, got rid of the photos, you know, destroyed all the evidence that Emery had anything to do with anything.
0: Yeah. And so Emory continues to dig through this file and it's then that she realizes some of the items that were with Lily's body were kind of indications that a spell was being cast. There yes. was wax. There was there was
2: <coughs> the
1: bracelet made of the, willow. The bracelet,
0: the, the willow bracelet,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: at that point she remembers Albertine teaching her and Lily that to make the willow bracelet to protect you from the the residual energy of like dark magic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To protect so you from it. That's the first thing that she's like, wait a minute. So if she had a willow bracelet, she must have been trying to do some dark magic.
0: Yes. And then she recalls the day of graduation when all this stuff happened that someone had broken into Albertine's house. hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and but they never really got to the bottom of it.
1: So, yeah, and nothing was missing. But Albertine is you know blind, so she knew that someone was there, but she didn't know who it was.
0: Yes, and then Lily or Emery goes to Albertine's <clears throat> house, and she they talk about this, and she brings up the things that she found that that were with Lily's body, and Albertine is like, "Well, this is a dark magic spell. This mm-hmm. is all the stuff that's required." And so she reads all the things that she needs in order to make it happen. And then she also remembers the day before graduation, she Lily wanted her to read her tea leaves. Mm-hmm. And Emory didn't want to. That's like more her mom's thing, but she's like, "Okay, like I'll do it for you." Mm-hmm. And the the tea leaves read death was coming for Lily. Yeah. And Emory was like, "Oh no." And then when Lily wants to know, she knocks it out of her hand and she's like, "Oh, it was like love. You're going to find love." Which, of course, makes Lily happy because she thinks that she's not going to get her chance with August.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
0: this kind of, once you learn all this, we are then finally graced with the chapter and Lily's point of view.
1: Yes. So first, we find out that Emery did tell Lily that her and August were planning on leaving. Yes. So Lily did know And they have a little... And Emery
0: also didn't understand Lily's reaction. Like, she knew she was going to be upset, but Lily was, like, devastated. Yeah, like... And Emery had no idea why. Freaked out.
1: Yeah. 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 And she just kind of chalks it up to Lily was... Well, they say Lily was self-centered and terrified of being alone.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So she kind of chalks it up to she's mad that we're leaving her on the island. Yep. And that we're going to get out of here and Lily is going to be kind of stuck here. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was... Way more than that.
0: Yeah, because then we find... That's when we find out that Lily was in love with August.
1: Like, in love.
0: Yes. And so when Emery tells her this, she immediately runs to August and more or less throws herself at him.
1: Yeah, like rips her clothes off and tries to force him to sleep with her and tries to
0: force him to say that he won't leave. So August basically is like, no, get off of me, I don't want this, this isn't right, you know, he's just like, I want Emery, and we're just friends, and Lily gets really upset. Unhinged upset. (laughs) Yes. Even, Even more unhinged
1: than she already was before she went to go see August.
0: Agreed. And she basically runs to her grandma, she goes to Leota, and she basically confesses that she's in love with August, and she wants to get rid of Emery, and Leota's like, "Yes. Let's do it." Yeah. And she leads Lily to the spell book, so she basically puts it into Lily's head to go get the spell from Albertine's spell book. Mm-hmm. Lets her know that she needs some sort of talisman for Emery. That's when Lily steals the necklace when she goes to she goes to see or she she's like snuck into Emery's room and leaves a note. Yes. To have to tell Emery to meet her wherever that evening. And at that time, she takes the necklace.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that she's she's trying to get Emery to meet her where she's going to perform the spell.
2: She yeah. She takes
1: the necklace. She breaks into Albertine's house and gets all the other things that she needs.
0: She gets the willow. She pulls the willow off mm-hmm. the willow tree to make the bracelet. And then the last piece of the puzzle is she needs the certain herbs, which she gets from Leota leaves the cabinet unlocked. That's because it's a it's a cabinet that she keeps under lock and key because it has bad stuff in there. Yeah,
1: it has very toxic herbs yeah. and they make it a point. It's, it's crazy how they tie it back to the beginning because in the mm-hmm. beginning, Emery goes to visit Leota at her shop and, you know, comments on the fact that she's locking up the cabinet that has the herbs that are
0: yeah you know that
1: no one's allowed to get to.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I totally forgot about that. But so Lily has everything she needs. She goes out into the woods and she starts the spell. And basically, here's the fucked up part. Is this girl <laughs> is what willing is the to fucked up part <laughs> that she's willing to murder her best friend? Yes. Just so she can not even, it's not even guaranteed that she's going to get August in the end. But she's so convinced that if she can kill Emery and Emery is gone, she can be there for August when he's grieving. Yes. And then somehow sleep with him in a certain amount of time Yes, so that the baby she's pregnant with, she could try to convince is his. I don't know where she thinks, how she thinks the timing is going to (laughs) work. I don't know
1: if she knows how timing works. And also even though her and Dutch are both blonde and August is (laughs) olive skinned dark hair dark eyes okay we're gonna ignore that Um, and also how hot is August that's another question I have yeah and my third question is how self-absorbed and self-centered do you have to be to be like not not only to get past the point of like I'm gonna kill my best friend like we're just gonna we're gonna pretend that that's not happening because that's that's an obstacle she already overcame but to be, like, the only thing standing in the way. it Like, if she's not here, obviously, I'm the number one choice. It is a small island, so she does have a point there. But just the self-confidence of Lily is something to behold.
0: I know. And I just <laughs> remember when I read this book, I was so flabbergasted that Lily was just, I'm I'm just going to off my best friend. She's, yeah. she's just going to be gone. I don't give a a fuck about anyone else or who who else is gonna hurt in the situation and it comes back around to her being this selfish person that only cares about herself
1: yeah and also the fact that she probably could have done this and made it look like an accident like they were always talking about these cliffs that they were sitting on that they mm-hmm. went swimming by they're always hanging out in a lighthouse like you probably could have done it and made it look like an accident and said she's like i should probably do dark magic i know i have yeah. no experience with dark magic but like I should just give it a try to try to actually kill someone my first yeah. dark spell isn't like to make someone have
0: a lot of pimples it's to kill them. <laughs> turn someone <laughs> to a lizard yeah she's just jumping in just diving right in and yeah. it obviously doesn't go well but the spell that she is trying to cast upon Emery so she tells Emery to meet her, I believe, by water, which she's not going to be there. Yeah. Because she's, the spell that she's doing makes Emery die by drowning. Yes. So if she's by a body of water, then it seems legit.
1: Yeah, like she fell in and she drowned.
0: Yes. So Lily casts the spell. She's like, I, I did it. Everything's great. She stands up, goes to leave. And then all of a sudden she's coughing up water and the spell backfires and she drowns and she dies and she has all this seaweed in her. And when you read the police report, there everyone's no one question no one questions enough how yeah, Lily has water and seaweed in her body in the middle of the fucking forest. They're like, She
1: was not wet. Her hair was not wet. <laughs> her clothes were not wet. But she choked on seaweed. And okay. they're just like, but August definitely killed her.
0: He definitely did it.
1: He definitely <laughs> did it.
0: The Orchard Boy definitely did it. Yeah.
1: So so this okay. is the evidence we're working with. Okay. Maybe I,
0: if she choked on an apple. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was August. But like, she didn't choke on an apple. <laughs> she choked on water. <laughs> Stop it. Don't bring the apples into this. <laughs> That's unfair. (laughs) Sorry. So Lily's chapter ends, and then we are graced with the Cersei Island chapter. Oh. And come to find out, the island basically was pissed that Lily was trying to murder Emery. So the island all of a sudden is like, not today, bitch. Not today, bitch. And forces... The spell, which it's crazy that the island has the ability to even do this when you think about it.
1: But that's the point is that the island does. Like, the island is like, no, no. Emery and August are going to be together. Yes. And just completely turns it, turns the magic on Lily and kills her by drowning her on dry land. Mm -hmm. The fact that the chapter was titled, Saracy Island sent me this damn
2: island... (laughs)
1: The island got its own narrative. They're, every character,
0: no character left behind. Okay, nope. nope. That, that was that was my favorite part. My I know. Favorite part. I know.
1: And basically, it just they they hinted at it the whole book that the island had this shadow over it, and it had this power and it had this you know this like dark undertone and the island is like, see, look what I can do, right? And
0: kills Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, to be fair, fucked up, but Lily deserved it. So, well, yeah, it's more or less repercussions for yeah. her actions. It's like, that and whole, the island, yeah, it's that
1: whole like when you're doing magic, especially dark magic, that you have to think about. Like, there's always a way. Basically, it's like karma, but there's always a way mm-hmm. that that magic is paid back to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Especially when it comes to like dark magic.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the island makes its its grand appearance mm-hmm. and murders Lily itself and yeah, the island is definitely obsessed with Emery in August.
1: Yeah. So Emery puts this all together and realizes Imagine for Emery. She has been trying to to get to the bottom of this for 14 years to try and like clear August's name. She missed Lily. And then she comes to find out (laughs) that her best friend was trying to kill her to get to her Mm -hmm. man's. That's yeah, that's rough. That's a rough, rough thing to find out. I bet you wish that you didn't open the door on that.
0: Honestly. So she puts, like you said, she puts two and two together and then she goes to find August and then August is just missing. There's glass shattered on the porch and Emery knows that he's been basically kidnapped or that yes. someone took him. Yes. And so she goes to her father, who she doesn't really have a great relationship right now, and she's basically like, You need to help me find August. Yeah. I need to know. You know, what did you do? Blah blah blah.
1: And in true mystery thriller fashion these things are happening at the exact same time. Simultaneously. Yes. Simultaneously <laughs> that she finds out the truth and that August has been kidnapped.
0: Mm-hmm. And obviously who else would be in charge of the kidnapping, but Leota Morgan, oh, because of course Leota knows that August is fishing around, or at least she knows that someone's fishing around and that they need to get rid of August once and for all by murdering him. There's a lot of murder in this book.
1: <laughs> there is just so much bloodthirst. Like uh-huh. about an an orchard. About an orchard. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm sorry, go on. I can't get over yep. it. Yep.
0: No, I mean it's just it's it is what it is. So she tells everybody. She gets Jake and Bernard and everyone and Nixie and basically tells them that this blood is on their hands too. Yeah. And that because Nixie signed off on August's signature on the deed when he really didn't sign it Mm -hmm. and everything, and she kind of forces Jake's hand and was like, you need to get rid of him. Yeah.
1: And they they feel like they're in too deep at this point. Like, they're already responsible for so much and, like, for hiding all of this and all these secrets and all this. Like, they kind of feel like they have no choice. So... When Leota is just telling them, "No, this is what we're doing." No one feels they—they they kind of start to say, "Like, no, girl, we can't do that." And she's like, "No, no, no, it's happening." Uh-huh. And they're like, "Yeah, okay,
0: if you say so." And if Leota had her magic, she definitely would have taken care of him by now. Oh, absolutely, she would have. If she and I think she brings it up too in, in the chapter that if she had the capability to take care of August herself, she would have done so.
1: I, she would have done so fourteen years ago.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and August realizes when they're at the the house on the water over the cliff or whatever, he's going to die. <laughs>
1: yeah, And they're, so their whole thing is they're going to push him off and make it look like a suicide.
0: Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think before he gets kidnapped, he finds out, yeah, he finds out from his lawyer friend that he has the will and that his grandpa did in fact leave him the orchard. Yeah. It was left to him, not to the town. Yes. So he has all this information. So he kind of, he can figure out, you know, the writings on the wall when he's in the situation that he's in right now. And that they want this orchard so bad that they are now willing to kill somebody over it Yeah.
1: again. Yeah, literally. And he's like, I was literally going to leave. Like, I I was going to leave. Emery made me stay here so that we could figure out what the hell's going on. I was trying
0: to leave. And and he like literally wants nothing to do with the orchard. And they're just not even like hearing him out. And he can't believe that Jake is going to kill him right now. He's just. It's just the whole situation is messed up. Yeah. 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 It's
1: a lot because as we talked about, Jake was his, you know, step in father Father figure who turned on him 14 years ago. And if they just asked August to sign over the orchard, Mm-hmm. he would have been like, okay, where is the pen? Like
0: He's like, I would sign with my blood. Yeah. I don't want He's this. He's like, <laughs> I will
1: give you a blood signature. I don't yeah. care. And mm-hmm. they just have it in their mind that there's like no possible way that someone wouldn't want the orchard.
0: Yeah. And then right before Jake's going to murder August, a car pulls up and it's Emery and her dad. A bunch of the ancestors dip. They're like, fuck yeah. this, I'm out.
2: <laughs> like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and emery throws herself in front of august putting jake in an impossible position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know jake's like move move and and then all of a sudden her dad comes up he cocks a gun at jake oh and it's gosh. just yeah it- <laughs> there's just guns guns a flutter everyone has a gun, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden leota pops up and she puts her you know she's like i'm just gonna kill all of you like this is stupid and i mean
1: the funny part is everyone has a gun but yeah. the real problem is that the island could kill you all without a gun. Oh, I know. (laughs) So your
0: guns won't work.
2: Nope, nope.
0: Your guns won't work. But anyway. (laughs) And then Emery basically gets Leota to admit to everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Leota admits to the fact that she got Lily killed in a sense. Yeah, that she knew. And she didn't care about it. What
1: was it? That she knew what Lily was planning and that after Lily died, she knew what must have happened. Like, she knew Mm -hmm. that it must have backfired. And I have this quote from Yoda, which is so wild. Okay, quote. That orchard belongs to the Morgans, not the salts. Lily was the sacrifice the island required. What?
0: (laughs) So because Lily her spell backfired and she died this was the in for Leota to get August you know suspected for murder and kicked to get private. him off the island so she could, so she That's her could give granddaughter. a fuck about a family that, doesn't care she said, the, the, her granddaughter is not an apple tree she doesn't care she
1: said if my granddaughter is not producing apple airs we're, we're done we're out <laughs> if she's not an apple yeah. factory she can go <laughs> like that just truly they 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 did not care about lily's death at all like she said she i think she convinced herself that she thought it was a necessary sacrifice to so that she could live with herself because you know she's the one who gave her that last ingredient and kind of egged her on and talked her into to doing this spell but then we see that that's the actual reason they didn't want August back. They, it's not because they wanted justice for Lily or even that they thought he did it. They didn't care as long as they got the Orchard. No, it's just, exactly. It's so baffling to me. And then all they do is like complain about the Orchard. I
0: know. I, I don't know. So now it's just this standoff. Yes. And Emery and August are basically like, listen, we're leaving the island. Just let us go. We don't want to be here anymore. Keep the fucking orchard. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We just want to go. Yeah. And so they do. Leo, you know, Leota, Jake, and her dad let August and Emery leave. So they, get they the
1: barter they go. the will. Yeah. They barter the will for the letter, which we didn't talk about the yes. letter, but oh,
0: there
1: is yeah. the letter that August's mom wrote to Emery's mom mm-hmm. that basically says something to the effect of like like, insinuating that August is guilty. And what, sh- what he's actually guilty for is setting the fire.
2: Mm-hmm. But if you
1: read the letter, it sounds like it's incriminating him. Lily. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so Emery says, like, we won't share the will that says the orchard belongs to August with our lawyer friend if you don't ever share that letter that incriminates August. And they just kind of make a trade. And that's the only way. Because I guess, you know, Leota... Sees okay, Leota and Jake see this is either going to end in a shootout or we're just yeah. going to have to trust that they're going to keep their
2: word.
0: Yeah, that's basically what it is. So August and Lily or August and Lily, August and Emery leave the island. She wishes, and then I know <laughs> in her dreams. Um, <laughs> so they're gone, and you kind of get a, an epilogue of a of a sense mm-hmm. and august and emery now have two two girls they have two kids they're happily i'm assuming they're married i'm not sure but they're happily together mm-hmm. they have their two daughters mm-hmm. and they're so happy to be away from the island and life is great and emery and then, is
1: finally able to practice her magic she
0: yes, felt like
1: she's the island stopped her from practicing her mm-hmm. magic
0: and even though she's not on the island, she's still teaching her daughters the ways that her she was brought up by her mom yes. and her grandma, yeah. and she's still in in keeping that that tradition. And the book basically ends with the youngest daughter drawing this picture, and Emory and August are like, "Oh, like what did you draw?" And she's like, "Oh, the island or whatever it was." Yes. And they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, so it comes no. back around to. <laughs> You can leave the island, but the island's going to call you back, which we talked about before. Yeah. It's going to call you back at some point, mm-hmm. even if you leave. It's going to hold and... on no matter
1: how far or hard you try to get away.
0: And this island definitely wants Emory in August. Oh, yeah. The... If this book was any indication, this island was hot for Emory. in oh, August. Oh,
1: absolutely. They were standing. Do the kids still say that? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> they were standing August at Emory, And I think the picture was a little reminder, like... You're welcome.
0: I yes, did this that, for That's you, a good point
1: too. You know, but it was definitely like a, the ending scene of a movie where it's just like mm-hmm. setting you up for that sequel. Like, <gasps> and they both look at each other like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually liked the ending. I <laughs> liked. I thought, the, too. I thought that was a perfect way to tie it up.
1: Well, it's also I hate when it's just a one ch- chapter epilogue that's just like, and then they lived happily ever after. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked how they added just that little bit to show. It's not just Happily Ever After. It's still, they are who they are. They have their history. And the island always wins. Yep. Wow. That was a wild ride. That was. It was. <laughs> you had me thinking we were going to be reading a little magic love story. But nope. what we were actually reading was an autumnal. Novel about apples.
0: Yeah, and I read it in October, which was the perfect time to read this book.
1: (laughs) I read it at the perfect time. time. You're like, and now we need to go (laughs) apple picking?
0: (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Oh, gosh. Okay, so um, before, we are going to do a casting, a a dream movie cast for the the core four, but before that, let's do our final rating and... So last month, I did history books. Mm -hmm. This month, I'm gonna do spell books. Oh, so out of five spell books, I obviously gave this book five out of five. I did. (laughs) did. Okay, I was upset. I, I devoured this book. Mm -hmm. I finished it in two days. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put it down. I just I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I really liked like magical realism for me is just it hits. It hits every spot. Yeah. And I thought the storytelling was great. I thought the story was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the concept of Lily's death coming at all. Oh hell no! That was a shock to me. Yeah, and I like that because I like that I couldn't predict. I like that I couldn't predict where the book was going. You didn't
1: put any money on the fact that she was going to drown on dry land on seaweed. No, that's I didn't.
0: I'm sorry. Oh. That wasn't on my my. I think it's
1: I think it's a genre but
2: all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I just did I thought she did I that's why I really want to read her other books because I do like YA books so I'm looking forward to checking out her other books yeah
1: yeah I agree I gave it a four I I did really like it I liked the nature I liked the island and the magic but I just wanted more like there was it was such a slow start for me I mean I I I devoured it too in that way because I wanted to know what happened, but I felt like there was so much focus on how broken Emery was after August left and which I think was necessary for the story, but we don't get enough of them reconnecting. Like I wanted, I wanted more of them.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree with that. So
1: I felt like they focused too much on the, on mourning the past when that, time could have been spent on, like, more magic and more of them just falling in love again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I, listen, again, every opinion is valid. And
1: and I definitely like the magical realism, too. I think this is a genre that I didn't know how much I liked until I read this.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's been a couple other books I've seen on Bookstagram that have a magical realism feel to it, so I'm really excited to to dive into those, too. I think we have
1: one planned in a, a couple... Couple episodes.
0: We do. Yeah. And ironically, Eric picked my new book out of my jar and that book came out. I was like, Oh no, I can't read <laughs> can't that yet. Read that yet. <laughs> I was like, just take it out. I forgot I put it in there. Take it out. <laughs> I was like, I can't read that yet. <laughs> All right. So movie casting. Let's start with Dutch. Okay. <laughs> I know we discussed
1: this. <laughs> well, to be honest, <laughs> We only discussed our one pick. The other picks for du- we don't for know mm-hmm. what each mm-hmm. other has.
0: So I chose Liam Hemsworth. And I chose Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) (laughs) This is not planned. I don't know. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, Chris Hemsworth is probably the better option. Maybe like young, young Dutch could be Liam. And then grown up Dutch could be Chris. Yes,
1: yes. Because it it was difficult (laughs) because we were kind of casting for both young and old of the characters. So Chris Hemsworth is a little on the older side but I just picture him as like big and burly and like I don't know why I picture him as a farmer because he works on an apple orchard (laughs) but you know what I mean same difference (laughs) apparently (laughs) with the way they talk about it
0: Mm -hmm. so that was funny and then my August choice so reading the book he has you know the shaggy hair and he wears these glasses sometimes And ironically, I've been seeing pictures of this actor with shaggy hair and glasses. So I immediately went to him. And my choice was Tom Holland.
1: Oh, that's a good
2: pick.
1: Yeah. I like that. I didn't even think about him because I usually see him with the short hair.
0: Yeah. No, he's recently in interviews. He's had this like long shaggy mop on his head. And he's been wearing these like black rimmed glasses. And I was like... Oh, it's August. Oh, I could
1: totally see that. I could totally see that. <laughs> okay. I picked Kit Harrington. Oh, nice. That's Game a good one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a little on the older side, also, but he has that shaggy hair and that, like, I don't know, just that look of like you don't really know what's going on. But then you could tell when he looks at Emery that he loves her. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. I can see that. I feel like my female choices are spot on.
1: I like mine too. So, I really like them. Let's see.
0: <laughs> so for Lily, I have Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria.
1: <gasps> oh. The girl that plays yeah, Cassie. Yeah, that's a good one. Mhm. That's a very good one cuz she's a yeah. little bit she's good at playing unhinged. And she was in White
0: Lotus. Yeah. yeah, she plays really good unhinged characters. Okay.
1: I have Emma
0: Roberts. Nice. She's a good one, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: she's also good at playing totally self-centered and unhinged. Mm-hmm. So I think those are both That's also good, a good ones. One.
0: Yeah. And then Emery, the actress I have for Emery, she's not super well-known, but in the sense of the magic, this also helped me. I don't know if you've ever watched The Witcher. I haven't. But <clears> her <throat> name is Anya, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's like Shal- Shalatra. She plays Yennefer on the witcher she's this witch on the witch on the witcher and i think that she's a really good choice for Emery.
1: oh i just looked her up yes mm-hmm. i could definitely see that and she has the big eyes that's yep. where i was hung up on the big eyes they said and like obviously the dark darker features yeah i picked um lily colin oh she's a good choice too because she has those super dark features too mm-hmm. and like those doe eyes and i could see her and kit harrington together
0: yeah you're not right two brits exactly so i think we both had good picks yeah i'm still cracking up over the hemsworth choices i can't
1: believe we both picked a hemsworth of all the people I
2: i know
0: we're like you know what i don't know why i'm just reading his i'm just reading him and i couldn't stop picturing liam's hemsworth i don't know why i just couldn't stop i know maybe it's because of the new miley cyrus song that's out that could be and I it. just have Hemsworth on my mind that that could definitely be it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he was the easiest one for me to pick I was like oh obviously it's Chris Hemsworth with the long hair like tucked behind his ears he's buff he's hot like
2: <sighs>
0: yeah, yeah. so that's our movie casting <laughs> of course we'll post about it on our socials yes we hope you enjoyed this episode not gonna lie to you it's been a fun ride trying to record it <laughs> But we're here and we did it.
1: <laughs> we had some technical issues, but we are doing our best. And we we're appreciate doing our best. everyone who is giving us a chance and <laughs> listening.
0: Yep. So we are on Instagram and TikTok at Fully Booked Calf Pod. And we are basically on every podcast platform. Yep. Except for like one or two. So like, subscribe, download. It helps us to see everyone That's downloading. It's cool, really cool. We have listeners all over the world, which is wild to me. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. And we (laughs) can't believe it. And we also love it.
0: Yes. And we will have, we're going to start a new section of the podcast coming up. We're going to do listener questions and we'll let you guys know what books we're going to be reading and ask you guys if you have any questions you want us to address about the book. Yeah. So that will be coming in our future episodes. So thanks for checking us out. And remember, If you need us, we're fully booked. Bye.